Welcome to another very special installment of the Video Store Junkies podcast, Q-Tips. If you're like us, you sometimes spend almost as much time cruising through streaming services looking for something to watch as you do actually watching movies. But now we've got you covered. I'm joined by Renee and Paul tonight, and between us, I think we've got about half a dozen recommendations for you. For the weekend of March 5th, 2021, here we go. Paul, do you want to kick us off tonight? Yeah, sure. Um, so tonight's films, for me, have a theme, and they're Paul's Bad Parenting Decisions. Um, so this first film I showed to my oldest son when he was six years old. I figured this is a great, it's, it's, it's a funny film. He'll like it. Um, it's a Killer Clowns from Outer Space from 1988. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's funny unless you're six years old and then it's utterly freaking terrifying. And uh, you, you couldn't even like show the box to him for several years afterwards without him getting absolutely terrified. Um, but it's by the Chioda brothers. It's uh, they're they're known for basically doing special effects and things like this. But with this, they wrote and directed it. It's on uh, Netflix Hoopla, which if you've got um, if your library subscribes to it, you can actually get in for free. My library doesn't, but um, other people's does the Roku channel, which you can watch with ads or Pluto TV. Um, so it's a it, it's a, a parody, actually, of 1950s sci-fi alien invasion films. But in this case, it is these hideous killer clowns. And it's it's really funny. And even if you haven't seen the movie before, you'll recognize these clowns because it's a very iconic look. Um, they've been made into masks and things like this. The, the cast is mostly people who are relatively unknown then. But it did have a couple cameos, one by Royal Dano as, a, as an old farmer. And uh, John Vernon, who you know is um, Dean Wormer, playing a very Dean Wormer-ish uh, um, police captain in this. But really, it's the clowns and the special effects. Um, I don't want to go into some of the weird kills they do, because that's part of the fun, is seeing how they take these weird clown tropes. But the other thing about it does is it's got a killer theme song by the Dickies. The first verse. So, all right, we'll start off. P.T. Barnum said it so long ago. There's one born every minute. Don't you know? Some gonna make you laugh, gonna make you cry. These clowns gonna make you die. Everyone's running when the circus comes to your town. Do 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 do. Be running for your life from the likes of the killer clowns. From outer space, killer clown, wow, wow, wounds from outer space. And, and it goes on from there. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Renee, how about you? Yes, hi. <laughs> um, I would just like to vouch for having to turn around the DVD cover um, at your house. Because uh, it just terrified Chris. It was so small, and he could still spot it if it had been turned around. And there is a stuffed clown in Tennessee right now that was packed in my luggage several times. That, yeah, anyway. Um, so I have, uh, I'm taking everyone across the pond tonight. Uh, and my first pick is a Shutter exclusive. It is Host. It is a 2020 uh, British found footage uh, horror film directed by Rob Savage, who was also one of the writers for the film. It's uh, low budget, uh, was filmed during quarantine, and it took 12 weeks uh, from conception to delivery to shutter. Um, 
There are some friends, quick summary, there are some friends under quarantine. They decide to hold weekly Zoom calls to keep in touch. And uh, this particular week, uh, one of the girls hired a medium to lead a seance and things get a little out of hand. Um, but it was fun. You know, it's nothing that'll really blow you away, but it's an easy watch, you know, a little topical. And, uh, you know, I love when 20 year olds eat it. So it's a good pick. I like it. How about you, Zach? Sorry. I, 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 I forgot I have to pass the baton. Uh, that's fine. I'm, I'm just still lingering on that last line. No, host, <laughs> I actually haven't seen host, but the thing I love about it is if you mess up and watch the wrong movie, you can still watch a great movie because you can ac accidentally watch the host, um, which is a fun monster film. That's opposed to my first pick, which can create a lot of confusion if you watch the wrong movie and wonder why the hell I'm recommending it. I'm talking about 2012's Dread, a film that was in theaters for probably about a week when it was originally released, but has found a bit of a cult following since it was released. I'd say you might recognize Carl Urban as the titular judge, jury, and executioner from such films as Lord of the Rings, Thor Ragnarok, or the show The Boys, but you actually probably wouldn't because Urban was so committed to this role that he didn't want to show his face for the entire movie, just to stay true to the comic this is based on. Don't get me wrong, Pete Travis's direction is great in this one, but Alice Garland's script is what really blows me away with this movie. Garland is a novelist turned screenwriter turned director whose previous scripts include 28 Days Later and Annihilation, and this movie was so well-paced that there is really never a dull moment. Urban's Dread faces off against the likes of Wood Harris, Dom Hall Gleason, and Lena Headey, which means that you get a lot of decent acting between the action scenes. So I'm not exaggerating when I say that I consider Dread to be one of the greatest action films of the last decade. And if you missed out due to the initial studio mishandling, now's the perfect chance to rectify that. I should note that I'm talking about Dread, not Judge Dread which is what I was referring to earlier. Judge Dredd did not star Carl Urban. It starred the former star of Party at Kitty and Studs, and it is vastly inferior. They are two different movies, and this podcast cannot be held accountable if you accidentally watch the wrong one. Dredd, and I want to specify that is spelled G-R-E-D-D -D, if you're not familiar with the source material, is now streaming on Hulu and Amazon Prime, as well as Judge Dredd, which is kind of unfortunate. Uh, Paul, back to you. Well, um, back back to the theme I had of, of my poor parenting decisions. After the incident with Killer Clowns from Outer Space and realizing I had um, uh, traumatized my oldest, I held off on my youngest in terms of uh, showing him something like that. So I waited until he was about 11 or 12 to show him the film Audition by Takeshi Miike. Or Miike oh, Takeshi. Um, <laughs> so this film is... Um, uh, it's from 1999. It would be, I guess, described as a psychological thriller horror film. It's, it's not particularly well. So the the, the premise at first sounds like a a bad 90s rom com. Uh, this widower is having a hard time meeting women, so his friend, who's a movie producer, uh, sets up these fake auditions, and for him to actually pick out his girlfriend. Which again, like most 90s rom coms. And nowadays you go, oh my God, that's terrible. But, uh, you know, then it was, it seemed cute. And he picks out this one woman who's very, very demure and very quiet, very demure. And as the film goes on, it's a really slow build. It's a lot, it's like the sort of this long, slow, well, long, slow rise up a hill. It's just very kind of quiet. And she's very, you start to notice a few little things strange, some little things are strange. And then all of a sudden you go, oh my God. Ah! And it, just, <laughs> it is, and then it just, it's, it becomes incredibly disturbing. <laughs> um, it's 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 not particularly gory. There is a little bit of gore, but it's 
it's what's happening, how it's happening, how it's presented. And it is, it's incredibly disturbing. At one point, the, the son turned to me and just looked at me and said, fuck you, dad, just fuck you. But he kept watching, but he's, he's <laughs> never watched any real films like that with me anymore. So um, I may have kind of uh, broken him, but uh, it's, it's, it's really great. So like I said, it's a long, slow build. And then once it takes a turn, it's, it's relentless and, and brutal um, and really, really disturbing and pretty fantastic. Um, it, so it's showing you got all sorts of options here. It's showing on our favorite Tubi. It's showing on Shutter. It's playing on Mubi, M-U-B-I. It's playing on M-M-C- It's playing on AMC Plus. Asian Crush, the completely not not racist at all, Haya channel. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't name it, folks. That's what it is. And it's playing on Arrow. Uh, all those are subscription services except Tubi, but you can get free seven day trials for most of them. So yeah, it's it's if you've never seen any of uh Mike's stuff, he runs the gamut from family friendly films to things like audition to uh yakuza films to incredibly brutal violent films he's just he's he is, does everything so anyway yeah audition show it to your 11 year old too and, 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 <laughs> and so i'm not the only one who's a bad parent i gotta and, say I, I thought it was kind of adorable when you said that you showed your kid killer clowns from outer space because that's you know, that's that's a film that can traumatize a film, but they can or can traumatize a kid and they can look back at it later and laugh. But I'm still traumatized from watching Audition by myself. So I'm Ooh. pretty sure I would have like gotten some sort of like parental divorce if my dad had shown me that movie. <laughs> well, I think after, after I, th- I think I had shared it with Renee initially, remember? And I think I just called you up at one point and went, which if you see the film is very traumatizing. Speaking of Renee. What have you got on store for us, Renee? Well, again, I just need to circle back because I, too, am a victim of Paul and audition. I think we all are, in a way. Oh, boy, I tell you, that one, that stayed with me for a long time. And he's right. It leads you in very, oh, fine. This is cute. Problem. Oh, God. Um I think I still have trauma. Anyway, um, my next pick again. Uh, this time I too am breaking the rules because Zach did it first, so it's fine. Um, it is spaced. Uh, it is a ser- British series. It is on Amazon via IMDb TV uh, and Tubi. Tubi, um, and it is written and uh, written by and starring Jessica Hines and Simon Pegg. Uh, Nick Frost shows up quite a bit. Uh, it's directed by Edgar Wright, uh, who is also the director of Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and Baby Driver, which I did not know before uh, putting this together. Um, so it's basically the story of Tim and Daisy, uh, played by Simon Pegg and Jessica Hines. Uh, they're acquaintances that met uh, in a coffee shop. They're both a little bit down on their luck, so they decide to uh, rent a flat together. And, you know, we watch them kind of pick up the pieces and go through some very uh, absurd and hilarious adventures on the way. And they are just surrounded by an eccentric cast of uh, characters, neighbors and friends. Um, And it's one of those shows that you look back and think, you know, much like you mentioned Freaks and Geeks last week, which 
blows my mind that it was only one season. Um, this show is only two seasons, and it's one of those shows that just really stays with you for a long time. Um, <clears throat> they do a great job uh, fleshing out the characters, and uh, you know, just in that short amount of time, you really, you just really get a lot from it. Um, yeah, and they are. There's only two seasons, only 14 episodes. They are half hour episodes, so it's not a lot of commitment. And I recommend it. How about you, Zach? Oh, I I also recommend Spaced. Uh, <laughs> it's a great show, and it wasn't one of the episodes of that show actually what uh, inspired them to make Shaun of the Dead. I think yes. Wasn't think the so. Resident Evil episode? Didn't they decide to do a feature length film yeah, after that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, incidentally, the best episode, episode of the show. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, Renee, I'm glad you went with something a little more lighthearted, sandwiched between uh, Paul and oh, I. No. Lighthearted. I'm my scared. next, <laughs> my next pick. Well, no, it's it's not quite as bad as as audition, but um, it's it's actually also a bit of a cheat because I'm actually going with four films instead of one, <laughs> and I will say right up front, these aren't for everyone. But if you have even a passing interest in 70s exploitation, or if you need an introduction to the genre and don't mind subtitles, there are a few better places to start than the Female Prisoner Scorpion series. Now, this uh, this series is about Nami Matsushima, who is a woman out for revenge in a world where the only force more vile and corrupt than the criminals who inhabit it are the cops who are trying to bring them down. Used and discarded by a remorseless police officer, Matsushima becomes hellbent on a crusade of revenge, which, as the name would suggest, sends her through a penal system where each prison is more nightmarishly medieval than the last. You'll root for Scorpion as she slashes her way through the corrupt justice system of this world in scenes which often feature eye-popping art house flourishes, which elevate this series above so many other offerings in the genre. So these four films were actually released in just two years, and Shunya Ito directs the first three, the first two of which are actually the best of the bunch. And uh, a final word of warning, these are 70s exploitation films in every sense. They do contain some truly tasteless scenes of sexual assault. So please take that into consideration before you can think of watching them. Uh, due to the silly balkanization of streaming services, I don't think all of these are available in one place, but uh, you can find them as follows. The first film is Female Prisoner number 701 Scorpion, which is playing on Shudder and Tubi. The second film is Female Prisoner Scorpion Jailhouse 41, which is playing on Amazon Prime and Shudder. The third film is Female Prisoner Scorpion Beast Stable, which is playing on Amazon Prime and Tubi. And the final film is Female Prisoner Scorpion 701's Grudge Song, which is playing on Amazon Prime, Shudder, and Tubi. I just watched these for the first time not too long ago, and I was totally blown away. Like I said, they're not for everyone, but they are some of the most unique films I think I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I, I caught the uh, the very first the first one over at the Alamo a couple of years ago and on the big screen and it was it was it was pretty amazing. Um so I do need to make sure I catch the other three. Yeah, like I said, I mean they vary in quality. I think the second one is the best. The third one's probably the worst. So um but I think the first two, I think if you like and I'm not even a huge fan of his, but if you do like Quentin Tarantino, if you like Kill Bill I mean, a lot of his stuff was directly influenced by these films. So definitely worth checking out. One thing, I just want to give a quick shout out uh, that the original Coming to America is on Amazon right now. And the sequel is coming out on March 5th. So probably get on that. It's a classic. You should do it. Yeah, now, I've actually never seen it. So <gasps> maybe I'll check it out and then I'll watch the sequel. Yeah, you really should. Yeah. 
And it doesn't look too bad. I know the first uh, trailer that came out was a little sketch, but the second one came out. I don't know. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I do remember the, the filmmakers were were sued by Art Buckwald, Washington Post uh, humor columnist. For uh, he he claimed that they, they stole the idea um, back in you know the day. Well, there you go. A little bit of trivia. Well, you know something's <laughs> got to be good if someone's going to claim you stole it. Yeah, right? It's if it's worth ball. doing over. Yeah. Well, I think that probably does it for this episode. I hope that everyone found at least one recommendation on here that they can watch and enjoy this weekend. If you did, you know, please drop us a line. If you want to yell at us for recommending Audition and the female Prisoner Scorpion films, please do that as well. Uh, maybe next time we'll try to lighten it up a little more with more comedic offerings. Until next time, uh, Paul, do you want to sing us out? Ringmaster shouts, let the show begin. Send in the clouds, they're gonna do And just to recap, if you weren't keeping track, on today's episode, Renee recommended Host, which is a Shutter exclusive. She also recommended the show Spaced, which is available on the Roku channel, Tubi, FilmRise, and on Amazon Prime via IMDb TV. Paul recommended Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is currently available on Netflix, Hoopla, and YouTube, the Roku channel, and Pluto TV with ads. And Audition, which is available on Tubi, Shudder, Mubi, AMC+, Asian Crush, Haya, and Arrow. I recommended Dread, which is available on Hulu and Amazon Prime. And the Female Prisoner Scorpion series, which is available furiously on Tubi, Amazon Prime, Shudder, AMC+, DirecTV, and Arrow.